0: Welcome to Ben McKinnon Lucid Dreaming Podcast number 10. So last time we just covered some Q&A, so today I'm just going to delve a little bit more into the applications of lucid dreaming when it comes to any sort of spiritual practice that you have. So this is sort of a place you can start to take your lucid dreaming, it can be Quite an interesting place especially if you have a certain practice or uh, even if you have a strong following. You might be a Catholic, you might be a Christian, you might be studying yogas, you might be Buddhist. And really this is kind of where any of these different vehicles can be taken into lucid dreaming and we can use these vehicles within the lucid dream. So. In the lucid dream in the old tibetan text it was seen that your clarity in a lucid dream was a lot more than your normal waking consciousness so anything that you did when you were in the lucid dream had a lot more power than it would normally have in your waking state because your consciousness was working in this very subtle level so this is really kind of the first thing to recognize when we start to do spiritual practice in a dream is that what we do has a lot of power. So that might be a mantra recitation, that might be a pranic breathing technique, that might be a certain visualization, it might be uh, any invocations, it might be meditation or mindfulness or Vipassana techniques. So when we do any of these things in a lucid dream, the first thing we normally recognize is that it's a lot harder so when we do this in a dream because we're essentially in our mind in our mind stream we find that we get buffeted around really easily so we might start doing the spiritual practice and then maybe characters come in and stop us or we might have experiences where we can't hold the concentration very long because the effect is so strong so I remember the first time I ever attempted to meditate in a lucid dream. The, f- the first experience was that it was just—it uh, was just too strong. So I basically went lucid. I sat down, cross-legged, in the dream in my dream body. I closed my dream eyes, and I began to meditate, sort of single-pointedly, uh, just mindfulness-type meditation. And I started to feel a huge amount of energy in my body and a huge amount of pressure and just nearly just too much and it woke me up. So that was sort of one of my first experiences. Um, As time's gone on with more and more attempts it becomes possible to to be here in those states a lot longer. So there's different ways to do this. Sometimes I might just sit cross-legged and meditate other times I'll kind of like fall backwards, like I'm falling off the edge of a pool into the water. And this also kind of takes me into these places where there's not really dream content, there's not really up or down, there's the you know, sense of identity is really sort of dissolved. Um, sometimes it's called the substrate consciousness. So this is kind of your where your mind stream really sort of is birthed out of. Uh, to go further than this might take you into universal consciousness or clear light consciousness. Uh, so this is sort of something that we can move towards and experience in a very strong and direct way through lucid dreaming. Um, I know the time I worked with purification practices, so there's uh, a certain practice I do and essentially it's a mantra recitation with different visualizations which essentially purify different realms and I started doing this practice and within seconds it was like my body was admitting all this sort of fluid Um, I was very 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 hot there was huge amounts of pressure and movement And it nearly became pretty much again too much like after maybe three or four rounds of it. It just became too much. Uh, Maybe I was distracted or maybe uh, you wake up. But it's this thing of the practice, the power in it is huge. So it's also in sort of the older Tibetan stuff. uh, They talk about maybe a moment of meditation in a dream, in a lucid dream would be worth a week retreat and sort of what they were getting at is just the strength of the practice because you're in a pure mind stream anything that you do affects things on a very 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 deep level so many people can use this too for generating compassion so if you were doing say bodhicitta sort of practices or generating loving kindness in the dream this can have huge impacts on yourself and also if you look at it from a karmic point of view, if my karmic uh, load is magnified in the dream then the effect I'm having on others can be a lot bigger as well so uh, I also do practices like this so I use a certain sound syllable which I repeat and this sound syllable uh, is essentially about generating compassion towards others, uh, towards myself So when you do these practices, the same thing, you really see the effect in real time and very strong. So I I noticed when I uh, did this practice, which was making a sound called the hong and visualizing a, a certain sphere at my chest that I was lifted into the sky and then I was sort of, Just this energy through my whole body as I was sort of emitting compassion towards everything around me. Um, And also probably a sense of it taking, how to explain it, really sort of taking your breath away like just really experiencing compassion in such a direct way. That I mean, cry. I mean, you, you know, you'd be doing the practice and crying at the same time with the power of what was going on. So, this is sort of really there's many layers to this. I think this podcast is really maybe about broaching it as a spiritual practice and offering that up. And then, I think as we go, I can sort of be a little bit more direct about certain things that I've done which have worked for me, which may work for others. But realistically, any practice, any practitioner from any religion, any school, any path can use lucid dreaming. And I think that's probably the main thing I want to put across in this podcast is that becoming a lucid dreamer and bringing your practice into your lucid dreams isn't you walking away from your path. It's actually just someone giving you a new tool or you discovering a new tool, which allows you to work in a new way and still be on your path. And so this is really like the power is like whatever you are working with, you can work with it within the lucid dream and you can gain insight in ways that maybe would take you quite a long time in the waking state and even in the meditative consciousness when you are awake because when you're in the dream again that subtlety that you're working at it allows you to have experiences which a lot of times the gross corporeal body really gets in the way of experiencing it it has blockages it has to be in this world, and this world has many limitations on it. There's many different energies at play. There's many things pushing us around. There's many responsibilities. But when we're in our mind stream and we're absolved from the body, we're able to work so directly that we can transcend a lot of limitations very, 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 very rapidly. So I think that's really the main thing to... Um, sort of put across is just that ability to use it in any way so like any practice you would decide before bed what it was you wanted to do it might be a mantra can be a really good place to start it's generally more stabilizing than pure meditation pure meditation can be probably the, the strongest effects on the body Um, You can have experiences which you you will struggle to put into words and I don't think they need to be put into words because the beauty of them is that they are non-dualistic experiences which we really cannot explain unless we experience them. Um, So you sort of decide what you're going to do, you visualize yourself that you're going to do it, you go to sleep like normal, you wake up You write in your diary you go back to sleep or you might meditate maybe for half an hour or 45 minutes before you go back to bed this is a really good way if you're working with the spiritual aspect is is bringing the meditation in to a little bit of a a time period before you go back to bed so it's like you wake up you write down the dreams you sit quietly and meditate for a predetermined period and you try and take that consciousness back into the dream with the intent to carry out your practice. And even then, that sort of motivation is such a powerful motivation. You're taking something sleep, which is seen as unconscious, and you want to inject spirituality practice into it, which from a karmic point of view is a very, very strong resolution to make. So we'll go a little bit more into this uh, next time. Maybe I'll talk a little bit about Practices I do and experiences I've had Just to sort of I guess open the door of why I think it's such a powerful place to go But I'd recommend for those and anyone who has a practice and you are starting to have some more regularity in your lucidity Don't be afraid to bring some of your spiritual practice in And just see what happens because sometimes the experiences can you you can have can really show you a new side to that practice that maybe has been happening when you've been doing it in your waking state, but you haven't been able to experience that subtle level of it until you've really seen it in its purest form and the the sort of more subtle consciousness. So again, thanks for listening and share around if if it makes any sense to you.